Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, July 10th show. You can also listen to our podcasts, Facebook premiere show, or on our show YouTube channel. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And our lineup for today's show, we have Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Ignorance about your cash flow is more painful than awareness. We also have Angel Hutchins of Troth and Company. How much is not offering employees health care costing your business? And then we have Cheryl Montgomery. And we also have Tom in here with Cheryl of Thrive. What is said about your business matters. The importance of rating and reviews. Also, if you're watching our show on our Facebook premiere, or our YouTube channel, I would like to give a introduction and a big shout out to our producer, Benny, over at Hubbard Radio, and also our director of marketing, Victoria. We could not do what we do without both of them. Thank you, Benny and Victoria. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topics discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now let's start out today's show as we do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Well, Keelan, what are you bringing in for our listeners today? Well, I thought we would continue in the spirit of these reports. So I'm going to continue on to the next batch this week and make sure that we finish them out. And we get all the reports that are so important that we talk about in the mortgage business. So today we're moving on to housing reports, which starts with the existing home sales Existing home sales is reported monthly by the NAR, National Association of Realtors, and measures closing of existing single-family homes during the measured month. This report accounts for nearly 85% of the housing market. It also tracks the supply of existing homes on the market and the median home price of homes that sold. The report compares what percentage of the median home price is above or below the rating at the at the same time in the previous year, but it often is misunderstood, especially by the media, which I'll get into. The media looks at the gain or decline in median price as as appreciation or depreciation of home values, which it is not. It's important to remember that the medium home price is the middle price home that sold in that month, meaning that half the home sold above that number and half the home sold below it. If a greater number of higher priced homes sell in a given month, it will cause the medium home price to move higher. The opposite is also true. 
sometimes these move in uh, can move drastically from month to month. And when you're comparing the data to the previous year, you can make it look like the home prices have risen or fallen by a significant amount. But the medium home price, once again, tracks the middle priced home that sold, not appreciation or depreciation. Also remember that the media, of course, we know this with COVID, is in the, is in the business of invoking fear to catch headlines any chance they can get. So an example of what I mean by that is, let's say May new home sales of 720000 and April new home sales of 730000 This would appear to show a decline of 1.3% from April to May, but there was a revision in April's figure. Originally, April was reported at 700000 sales. When we look in aggregate, sales are truly up 2.9%, but the media won't tell you that. The report actually shows strength because the revision and overall sales are higher. The media rarely takes the revision into account. And as a result, they take the wrong position of the report. They're not educated on the things that we are, so they just take it at face value. And so they typically get it wrong on any and all reports that are subject to revision the following month. And there are reports like Case-Shiller, CoreLogic, HPI, and FHFA house price index that are intended to measure actual appreciation. Uh, next report is pending home sales. Pending home sales is reported monthly by the National Association of Realtors again and measures signed contracts on existing homes. This is a good leading indicator for existing home sales. Within this report, there's a monthly and an annual reading that shows how much pending home sales is up or down in comparison to the previous month and year. Um, new home sales. New home sales reported monthly by the Census Bureau and measures signed contracts on new homes during the month. This report accounts for nearly 15% uh, of the housing market and tracks sales supply of new homes and the median home price. Once again, do not be fooled by the median home price. It does not measure appreciation. Rather, it shows the middle price home again and half the homes sold above or below that. Don't forget that. Housing starts. Housing starts and permits are reported monthly by the Census Bureau again and serve as a good indicator for future supply of new homes in the real estate market. A start is defined as uh, excavation of a foundation of a new residential structure, aka building. Permits are defined as authorized to build and are good indications of future starts. Within the report, there is a distinction between multifamily and single-family homes. Single-family homes are the most important figure to look at because they represent the lifeblood of the housing market to impact the mortgage and residential real estate market to the most. Uh, the NAHB housing market index, it was the next one. So uh, the NH NAHB housing market index is a near real-time report based on monthly survey National Association of Holden Builders designed to take the pulse of the builder's confidence. As mentioned, it is almost real time and measures the current month in which it's released. The housing market index, HMI, is an index that ranges from 1 to 100. Anything over 50 signals expansion, while anything under 50 signals contraction. You can hear Tina mentioning that in, her, in hers. Um, it is compromised of three components, current sales expectation, future sales expectation, and buyer traffic. So, Last week I went really fast and, and I went kind of fast, but I was trying to break it up in batches. So we're gonna split this one up a little bit. We have a few more of those to talk about next week. Uh, and then we're gonna go to other category, which is kind of fun and events uh, outside of these standardized uh, categories. And uh, so we can wrap this, this whole thing up on you guys getting educated about reports look like and the ones that are important to me and Tina so we can best uh, predict the future for you and hopefully save our customers money. Yeah, I love the educational journey you're taking our listeners on, and it is a lot of information. It is a series. You can always go back, go to themoneyhour.com, and you can look up the money chats. Keelan's always first with the money chat, so you can just go right to him and hear all of his previous, because it really is powerful information. 
Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. Yesterday, the Fed's minute from the June 16th Fed meeting was released showing that the members want to taper mortgage-backed securities first, while some want to purchase both, mor both mortgage-backed securities and treasuries together. Regarding timing, the Fed said that in the coming meeting, they will continue to assess progress towards goals and begin to discuss their plans for adjusting the path of purchases. They said that they will provide notice well in advance of an announcement to redu reduce purchases. This tells us that if they want to start cutting back on purchases by the end of the year, they will have to give us some more clues in their July 28th meeting and have a formal announcement at either the Jackson Hole meeting at the end of August or September 22nd Fed meeting. Now, the Jackson Hole meeting is an annual policy retreat, would love to be there, of the world's top central bankers and economists. Initial job claims, which measures individual filings for unemployment benefits for the first time, rose slightly at 375,000. Continued claims of those that continue to receive benefits decreased 140. 45,000 to 3.3 million. The pandemic unemployment assistant claims, which gives individual benefits who would not usually qualify, and the pandemic emergency claims, which extends benefits after reg regular benefits expired, filed fell by 465,000 combined. 14.2 million in individuals are still receiving benefits throughout all of their programs, which is down 450,000 from last week. While there was not much of a change on initial claims, the continuing and extended benefits saw a significant decline, which could be the result of the 22 states cutting their extra benefits. The JOLT report showed that there were 9.5 million, 9.3 million job openings in May, which is a record high. This month is for May, so it is delayed, which claims are much more real time. We hope to see these numbers decline in the coming months as many jobs are hiring without any experience as they are so desperate for workers. Additionally, come September, all states will be removing their extra benefits. Year-over-year -year weekly earnings are up 4%, but if you understand the last three months numbers over the course of the year, weekly earnings would be, be increased by 6%. CoreLogic released their home price index report showing that home prices increased 2.3% in May and 15.4% year over year, which is up from 13% from the previous report. CoreLogic for forecasts that home prices will rise 0.8% in June and 3.94% year ahead. Now, CoreLogic has been way off on their forecasts. It's amazing to see them continue to under forecast both monthly and annual appreciation and then slowly revise their numbers higher. Just looking at today's report, they had forecast 1.1% in May and they reported 2.3%. These are the same people who forecasted home prices would be down 6.6% while we are up 15.4%. So we believe that we're going to see a much stronger year-over-year -year inflation. Top metro areas, Phoenix at 24%, San Diego at 19%, and Denver, dang it, took Seattle spot at 16%. Homeowners continue to come off of forbearance, which figures are dropping 1.9 million homeowners, declining from the 18 weeks ago. The latest numbers are down 4% from last week, and there are many more expected to fall off in July. Looking at those coming off 25% continue to make their mortgage payments. It's just a safety net for them. While we have been seeing these numbers improve, there has not been a freezing in housing of foreclosures 
foreclosures increasing, we believe that there will continue to be an unwind more gently than some of the media anticipated. Tina Mitchell here, and that's your Money Chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour, ignorance about your cash flow is more painful than awareness. Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. So do you end your month without enough cash? Are you stressed about your cash flow? Would you like to have $10,000 in cash when you need it? Doug Peterson at Get Priority Straight is a personal cash flow strategist and will show you the best practices to manage and keep your cash. In his four decades of experience, he has not met anyone who hasn't had a cash flow issue at some point in their lives. He's helped hundreds of people improve their cash and made it easy. Go to schedulewithdoug.com right now to schedule your confidential 25-minute complimentary session. Pretty sure he can identify at least one thing to positively impact your cash flow. He's only looking for serious people who are serious about getting their cash flow priorities straight. So don't miss this opportunity to eliminate your cash flow stress. Again, let Doug Peterson with Get Priority Straight help you with your cash flow. So go to schedulewithdoug.com today. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 10th show. You can also listen to our podcast, Facebook premiere show, or our show on our YouTube channel. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money. That is what all the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, Doug Peterson of Get Priority Straight. Ignorance about your cash flow is more painful than awareness. Right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome, Doug, to the show. Again, welcome back. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And, you know, Keelan's doing some education uh, for us and kind of to understand how to read these reports. And Doug, you're not a co-host of the show, but you're kind of coming in on a regular basis with your series as well to really educate uh, on getting priorities straight. So a little bit about Doug, get priority straights partners with clients to create cash flow clarity, build intentional spending and saving habits, and gain financial peace of mind. GPS was founded out of the passion for positively influencing individuals, couples, and business owners' lives by helping them transform their relationship with their their personal finances. Their comprehensive processes and tools give you clarity and insight into the financial your financial situation so your funds support the priorities and values that drive you. You will gain control, reduce stress, and enjoy more of what life has to offer. 
Doug, you big stud. Good to see you again. And I'm excited to talk about what we got going on here. Uh, you always got such interesting information to provide and it always changes, which is really valuable. Um, your, your theme here today is ignorance about your cash flow is more painful than awareness, which is brilliant, by the way. Why is this topic important? Well, when we don't know, we're uncertain. When you know and are aware, you can just make better decisions and get better results. Most people don't know where their money's going. They have a general idea, but when they see their strategy, they make different decisions. Now, people might say, well, I don't really have a strategy. Everybody has a strategy, even if it's just random. That's your strategy. But if you know where your money's going and you realize, wow, you know, there's other stuff I want more, you can make better decisions, but often people are afraid to look at it. So wait, Doug, you said people don't know where their money is going. And you also said that when they see what their strategy is, they make different decisions. So if they, if they don't know where their money is going, they don't have a strategy. Would that be correct? Yeah. And, and like I mentioned a little bit before, they have a strategy, but their strategy is just to wing it. Just spend money and hope they get ahead. Versus being intentional about your spending and giving every dollar a job and knowing how much is left. You know, people don't like the word budgeting because it sounds like a diet, but people go, oh no, I use Quicken and I use Mint and I use other programs. All they're doing is record keeping. You're not budgeting your money unless you know how much you have left. If you That's can't brilliant. answer that question, you're not budgeting. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, in life, life is happening. Time is passing and you're either intentional about it or you're not, but something is coming out of your actions. And so same with your money, no matter what it is, what you're doing is your plan. If you're not intentional about it, uh, that's what your result is. So it makes a lot of sense. What about, why do you call it cash flow, Doug, as opposed to uh, budgeting? Well, budgeting is one piece. You know, that's deciding how much money is going in and how much is going out and how much you want to spend in each area. But there's another component you have to consider, and that is the health of your finances. How much cash do you have? How much consumer debt do you have? If you want to buy a home, you can't carry a whole bunch of unsecured debt and expect to have a good credit score and have money to, to purchase. So you need to look more at more than just yeah, we're living within our budget. Are you building up reserves? Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have goals you want to reach? Are you healthy? You look at a company, some companies have more debt than they do cash. And often people have more debt than they do cash. And any asset that depreciates, any uh, consumer debt that goes down in value is not good debt because now you're paying extra interest on something that's becoming less and less valuable. Yeah, if you can really strategize yourself as a bank would, position yourself just as if you were your own bank, you would be looking at your money a lot differently. So, Doug, what do, what do people need to understand about their own cash flow? Well, it's really simple. You know, people make this hard, but it's simple. You just need to put in a good system and a system that'll tell you where you stand. And people are sometimes not interested in saying, well, I don't want to keep track of what I spend, but if you could get 10 or 15% more cash to do whatever you want with, and let's say you're making $150,000, that's 10 to $15,000. And if that's take home, that's all net. So if you knew that you could absolutely save 
10 to 15%. When they implemented credit cards, they found that people spent 23% more than they did when they paid cash. Well, it's the same thing when you pay attention to your finances. If you pay attention, you'll probably save 10 to 15 to 20%, and you'll repurpose that money to stuff that's really important to you. That's exciting for listeners because it's about escalating your life. It's not about suffering. It's not about, oh, I'm going to have to live in scarcity because scarcity is nothing that any successful people live in. You want to live in abundance. And that just escalates that uh, with the help of Doug. So what about businesses, Doug? We talk to uh, business owners and such. You'd assume that they have a really good idea of cash flow, don't you? You'd think so. But most businesses I find are started by great technicians, people who are excellent in their field. And like most people, they haven't invested time in learning how to manage cash flow. Instead, they do something I call checkbook budgeting. We have money left. Let's buy it. They don't take into consideration the money that they've already committed, taxes, infrequent expenses, and keeping enough reserves. Now, often I find business owners don't set aside the salary of a new person for three months before they hire them. And then you go, boy, they're not working out. And now they have a debt to deal with. So it's really important if you own a business. Well, first of all, your home is a business. There's money coming in and money going out. You need more money coming in and going out. And it's the same thing with the business. At home, you need an emergency fund. and your business, you need reserves. So, Doug, it's no difference in, in any conversation or any change that we're trying to make in our life. You, you to get different results, you have to create different behaviors, different mindset, different habits in order to do that. And you've created to help people through this journey of changing behaviors. You've created the GPS attitude and habit shifting model. I'm going to break it down here with you uh, today, but can you share just the, the basic uh, of that? Well, the yeah, it's going from how you feel to what you know. It's really starting out optimistic, moving through the pessimistic area as you kind of realize what you have to deal with, and then back to more of an optimistic success position. So we got a really snazzy model here that unfortunately some are not going to be able to see, but we can go through the stages with everybody. And so we're going to take some time to do that. So I want to start, Doug, with stage one, false hope. Uh, Can you go into that a little bit more in detail? Yeah, I just say that's, I don't know what I don't know. I want to start something. I'm excited about it. And I really don't know what's all involved until you get into it. And then you have stage two that you call new awareness where somebody uh, is saying, you know, I, I guess, I guess I need help. Yeah. So kind of back to stage one, it's also the unconscious incompetence piece, right? You you really are getting started and and you're not sure what it is. Now in stage two, you're starting to get into a more of a pessimistic role where you go, wow, I think this is a lot more than I thought, or shoot, I have to learn something. I might have to change a little. You gain a new awareness and you say to yourself, wow, I guess I need help with this. And the difficulty with this is if if you, well, I'll just, I'll just start with that. Often we don't ask for help and that's the challenge. We think, oh, I should be able to do this. Well, if you've never spoke French, how are you gonna learn it the first time by yourself? If you've never ridden a bike, you're gonna fall off and it's not, you're not gonna wanna get in on after falling off a few times. So sometimes you just need somebody to help you. And having some accountability with that person that can push you a little bit, maybe give you that, you know, new understanding and hold you accountable to it because 
Maslow's hierarchy of thinking, you're trying to keep your brain normal. And when some new information comes by, you get kind of kind of scared. And then which leads to stage three, worse than I thought. And, you know, I want to quit. Yeah, that's where we have that awkward success and failure part. And when we have success and failure, you know, we don't like to fail. People don't like to fail at all. And the funny thing about success and failure is that failure is only the feeling you get when you don't accomplish something you set out to do. And success is not a destination either. It's only the feeling you get when you do accomplish something you set out to do. But if you get to this spot where you wanna quit and then you stop, you're gonna go through all three stages again. False hope, new awareness, worse than I thought, and you'll just do a rinse and repeat. You'll stuck. You'll be stuck, you restart and repeat. Yeah, don't uh, don't be fearful of not reaching success. Be fearful of not embracing the failure to get to the success. So I love going into stage four because there's hope. So I can really do this. Yeah, now we're getting to a point where we go, oh, I can see it. I don't have the unconscious competence. I can drive a car, but I can't. I have to think about it. I have to think about what's next. That's interesting. I love this. And then stage five, peace of mind. I wish I would have done this sooner. And I was just thinking about this and this could relate to anything in life. And we've all felt all of this. This is huge, Doug. This is great. Well, you know, that wish I'd done it sooner is, oh my gosh, this wasn't near as bad as I thought now that I'm <laughs> on the other side. And wow, this is so much easier. And ah, oh, if I'd only known, but you know, the thing is, it's not that if I only knew that now what I knew then, or if I only knew then what I know now, it's here's what I know now. So let's just move forward. Yeah, Doug, thank you so much for going through those uh, steps and because it's valuable. It's just like Keelan said, it's going to apply anything that we do. Those are the natural steps that you're going to go through. And if you kind of know what's going coming up, you can actually kind of speed up in the process of the steps that you really don't want to spend too much time there because you know what the step is on the other side. Right, Doug? Yeah, and we help you get through stage two and three fast. Because no, that's where some no help doubt. can get you through the bumps. Yeah. Doug, thank you again for coming in and, and joining us on the show. I uh, always appreciate you and your expertise. Thanks. It's great being here. Look thank forward you. to seeing you next time. Okay. Coming up next on the Money Hour, how much is not offering employees health care costing your business? Angel Hutchins of Troth & Company, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. navigating your healthcare options challenging? Angel Barna with Troth & Company helps businesses and Medicare-eligible individuals navigate often complex healthcare options. Let them be your partner in healthcare planning. As a broker, they are your advocate and work for you. Get non-biased, straightforward options by calling 425-616-2867. Troth & Company, your partner in healthcare planning. 425-616-2867. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. 
You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 10th show. You can also listen to our podcast, our Facebook premiere show, or on our YouTube show channel. I am Tina Mitchell, your host. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, Angel Hutchins of Troth & Company. How much is not offering employees health care costing your business right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Angel, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. So fun to be back. Yes. And a little bit about Angel. Uh, Angel is a health insurance broker who brings in over 10 years of insurance experience to all of her clients. Having helped hundreds of businesses and individuals over the years, Angel empowers business owners Medicare beneficiaries, and individuals navigate the rough waters of healthcare. She takes her clients from a place of confusion to confidence and understanding. By taking the time to personally understand each client's individual needs, she tailors options and solutions that meet both their goals and budget. Angel, first and foremost, is proud mom of two kids, and she's a dog lover. In her spare time, she enjoys watching her daughters compete, flower gardening, spending time in Westport with her kids, and uh, parents, and crabbing, and beach bombing. That all sounds so fun. Been there, done that. Reminds me of when I was, I don't, I haven't done it in a long time though, but it sounds I'm just so thinking fun. it took me a while to get it out. I'm thinking beach bombing. What's beach bombing? That's another show. Go ahead, Keelan. Beach bombing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a, uh, what a powerful topic, by the way, this is a fantastic topic and so relevant to our listeners out there. We have a lot of business owner people. And so let's jump right into it. How does not paying for healthcare cost your business? Right. So if you're not offering health care to your employees, you're missing out on the most qualified employees. Um, health insurance is the number one reason that employees will leave the company. Um, especially right now with the pandemic, health insurance is a priority to everyone. This isn't a time where even the healthiest individuals want to gamble on not having health insurance. The second piece of it is nearly 50% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. A lot of Americans find it hard to, um, to balance uh, healthcare expenses and basic costs. So food, housing, studies show financial concerns have a huge impact on employees' health and job performance and work. Employees are focused on these things. They're thinking about it. It's a, it's a stressor. So yeah. And Angel, healthcare is so expensive. How does a company offer healthcare benefits without possibly going out of business. Yeah, it is. You know, it, it is absolutely expensive. It's one of the top expenses for uh, the businesses that I support. Absolutely. Um, there's a few ways to go about doing it. First of all, you want to work with a broker, somebody like me who shops the market for you. So you want to see all of your options that are available. Um, the trend that I see with my businesses that I support is they're offering multiple plans. Um, and they're allowing their employees to buy up to a different plan. So this gives you a more robust benefit offering right off the bat. Um, and at the same cost is what you had hoped for. 
So that's a great opportunity to um, offer healthcare. Also, um, you know, healthcare is a write-off for your business. It's going to help you attract and retain those good employees, and everyone is having a very hard time hiring right now. It's going to keep stress down for your employees, and it's going to keep morale up. I was wondering, Angel, when it comes to that time of year uh, where we're selecting our benefits, you know, you do that kind of yearly enrollment. I always wondered, how do you select a plan? Because there's so many different people, so many different people in positions in life. So how do you select a plan for that kind of diversity within your business? Well, certainly um, it's a big decision for one person to make for a population of people (laughs) with different (laughs) backgrounds. It depends on the carrier. A lot of the carriers now are offering multiple plans and it's based on how many employees that you have enrolling. Um, The trend that I see right now, again, is that selecting a base plan and then offering plans that employees can buy up to. This is going to give your employees choice in their healthcare plans and control over how they're spending their healthcare dollars. Um, Another thing that has been hugely important, especially for small businesses, is voluntary benefits. These are affordable, they help fill in the gaps, and they can help address specific concerns that employees have. So these would be standalone products um, that can really help fill in those employees' concerns. They round out your overall benefit offering. Yeah, being able to fill in the gaps, uh, so important. So, uh, Angel, what if an employer does not want to offer health care to all of their employees? Mm-hmm. How do they determine who qualifies? So, as an employer, you get to set the parameters for who's eligible for health insurance. You see this all the time, especially in retail right now. Um, you hear retail, you never get 40 hours a week because the companies don't want to offer health insurance to everybody. It's too expensive. Um, we see this a lot for small businesses. What I see is um, the average is 30 hours a week. It isn't even necessarily 40 hours a week anymore, but 30 hours a week is about an average of where I see my groups set their hours. The second piece of it is that in some industries, turnover is pretty high, right? So to offer health insurance to everybody seems like, oh my goodness, you know, that's a tough one. So you can set your eligibility by hours. You can set your eligibility by time that the employee is with you. Um, 60 days is typically the longest. I have a carrier that will do 90 days. 90 days is very long right now to be without health insurance. Um, You can do it. Uh, The average of what I see is actually 30 days, first of the month, following date of hire. You get to determine all of these things, all of these pieces, how long an employee is with you, how many hours they must work to be eligible. The second piece of it is that carriers will allow you to set up classifications so that different types of employees can be eligible at different times. So let's say you're hiring for your, your top tier management. You don't want them to have a 90 day waiting period. You can class out your employees so that the benefits become effective at, at various times. That's huge, Angel. I'm sure there's people sitting on the fence just because they don't know that you can customize it to your business specifically, no matter what your business is and what tiers you have and hours and all that. That's fantastic. What about the employees? Uh, What about their contribution? Do they pay anything? So employees do pay. um, For the most part, what we see, health care is pretty expensive. You will have, um, it's not uncommon for employers to pay 100% of the employee's cost of health care for their premiums. A lot of them will allow you to um, to add your children and your spouses on at your expense. Um, I see a lot of employers paying 100% of the employees. 
the minimum that carriers require, because it's a group plan, it's an employer-sponsored plan, so the employer has to pay something toward the employee's expense. The minimum with all the carriers right now, it's 50%. Um, so that's what I see for, for small businesses. Um, typically, it's usually between 75 and 100% of the employee's healthcare cost. So, uh, Angel, as we all know, health insurance deductibles seem to be uh, on the rise. How are you working with that right now? Yeah, the deductibles and maximum out of pocket is is a big, big issue for for everyone. Um, something to keep in mind when selecting this plan: the deductible has got to make sense. It's got to be a deductible that your employees can afford. If you're going to offer a plan that has a sixty-two hundred dollar deductible when you're paying your employees fifteen dollars an hour, it's not a benefit. It's not a benefit to anyone. It's not benefits they can use. That $6,200 deductible means that your employees will get nothing out of that plan aside from preventative without having to put forward $6,200 first, right? So you want to keep it in mind who your employee is and what's affordable. If it's going to be a benefit, let's make it beneficial. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to offer it. Um, other things you can do is you can select plans that have um, health savings accounts and you as an employer can fund some of those health savings accounts. That money can be used to offset the cost of deductibles and out-of-pocket expenses incurred with that health plan. So those are a couple great options for getting around that. Yeah, I uh, was considering my knee surgeries and stuff. I did an HSA plan, and that's fantastic. Tax-free money you can put aside for bills. And more reason, you know, you should talk to, to Angel because uh, at the end of the day, it's how this is perceived by your employees. Just getting benefits isn't necessarily going to create the behavior to where it's on the up and up. It's all about morale with companies, right? And how your employees take it and how they feel you're taking care of them to really maximize your bottom dollar. So, uh, like I said, more reason to talk to Angel. What about things that are not covered in health insurance, like your loss of income and stuff like that, Angel? So that's where your voluntary benefits are going to come into play. You have supplemental benefits that can be paid for by the employer or paid for by the employee. And so whether the employer is paying for some of those benefits or all of those benefits, um, it rounds out your benefit offering, right? So it's things from short-term disability, long-term disability. This covers your paycheck. If you get sick or injured and can't work, that is on everyone's mind. Um, it's also going to give you specialized coverage. So let's say you have a history of cancer in your family. You can pick up a plan that covers that. Accident coverage. If you've got kiddos in sports, everyone loves that policy. Um, critical illness. And what this does is this will fill in the holes of those um, those costs that you have on your health insurance that aren't covered immediately. Yeah, so much information. And just as Keelan says, why it's important and critically important to talk with an expert and even better yet, one that has access to multiple companies as a broker. Uh, Angel, what if a business has employees in multiple states? Can you get a company sponsored plan for them as well? Absolutely. So a lot of the carriers, there's a few carriers that are nationwide. United Healthcare does a great job on this. We have regional carriers that have gorgeous networks. Um, Primera Blue Cross and Regents are both um, nationwide networks and they have great customer service and they are right here in Washington. We are down to one minute, Angel, um, but I wanted to ask, we see 1099 income quite a bit in our business. There's traditional W-2, 1099. If you're paying your employees 1099, can they still get a company health plan or can you provide them with a health plan? 
Yeah, they absolutely can. And we'll see a lot more employees being paid as a 1099 moving forward than a W-2, I believe. And there are plans available for this population and for companies that choose to, um, that choose to uh, have their employees paid this way. Angel, thank you so much for uh, joining us again in studio. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And I hope majority of people are watching video because you're really great to look at as well. Angel has a heart of gold. You can tell it in her beautiful facial expressions and eyes. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Coming up next on the Money Hour, what is said about your business matters the importance of ratings and reviews. Cheryl Montgomery and Thomas joined her today as well from Thrive right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Do you need help with your business? And if so, how do you choose someone that you can trust? Well, Cheryl Montgomery from Thrive is that person you can trust. She has earned the trust and respect from clients by being transparent and honest. Solutions are based on an in-depth conversation with the business to ensure the solution is the right fit based on your needs, not theirs. This is Cheryl Montgomery with Thrive. To learn more about how I can help your business, you can reach me at 253-691-1726. Again, that is 253 691 1726 or reach me online at https colon forward slash forward slash emp dot thryv dot com forward slash site forward slash Cheryl Montgomery. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKMW, the Saturday, July 10th show. You can also listen to our show on podcast, our Facebook premiere show, or on our show YouTube channel. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything that has to do with your money. We are here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, we have Cheryl Montgomery, and we also have Tom uh, visiting of Thrive. What is said about your business matters? The importance of rating and reviews right here on 1150 AM KKNW. And Cheryl and Tom, it is great to have both of you here. And for the first time, Tom, I've just been calling you Tom instead of Tom Owen. You know, it's just Tom. Fine. Just Tom. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Call me what you will. Tom, Tommy, Thomas, it's all worth. Oh, I love it. Uh, so really excited to have both of you here for the first time. Uh, thank you again for uh, for joining us. A little bit about Cheryl. I'm going to read Cheryl's bio here. I don't have one for you, Tom, but next time you come into studio, I'll, I'll do a, a more formal introduction for you. Uh, Cheryl has been with Thrive for almost 40 years, most of which she has worked with small and medium-sized companies, helping them with their online presence, websites, award-winning business automation software, and believe it or not, the print 
phone book. Cheryl calls it the dinosaur, which is a great source for the cheapest lead yet. Her passion is life to help people and what a better way to do that in using her expertise to help businesses thrive. In addition to her professional life, Cheryl has been married to the love of her life since 1983. Together, they have built a life of love and service with their two sons, daughter-in-love and daughter-in-law and three grand uh, daughters and serve as co-pastors of ALCWC in University Place, Washington. How awesome. Well, we're going to start out with Thomas because my middle name is Thomas. So I just thought I'd start there. And uh, what and who is Thrive, Tom? Well, I was just want to say first, uh, we don't have a bio for me because Cheryl is really the most important part of uh, this this uh, mm. podcast. So um, we're is. starting with me, but I appreciate it. I, I really, um, you know, she's one of the best uh, um, business advisors that I have. And um, I really work for her every day. But uh, who's Thrive? Um Thrive is really a conglomerate of a company um, that are, are several companies, you know, like Cheryl said, that has worked with small and medium-sized business owners for over 100 years, you know, helping them with their marketing, um, you know, traditional print yellow pages, along with a lot of other different ways of putting small business owners in front of clients. Uh, and we uh, came together as a company and merged and um, really decided one of the biggest things that small and medium-sized business owners need is really managing their image on all the different spots that people are looking at out there. Um, there's more places where your image, your reputation is um, than there has ever been. And being able to find all of those and manage those is really hard to do. So we've developed software that is a one spot that you can manage all your ratings and reviews, social media, reputation, keep in contact with all of your clients, help generate reviews, uh, along with a lot of other marketing services. So um, we're really just uh, making sure we can bring that technology to small and medium-sized business owners. Yeah, and first impression for a while has been your internet presence, and even more so now uh, that everybody is going virtual and just, you know, your, your presence online is critically important, and it is your first impression. So Cheryl, can you share a little more in detail how you help businesses? Well, initially, you know, I'm not a used car salesperson, right? So I sit down and we have a conversation and it's really listening and learning about their business, hearing their pain points, you know, what's important to them, what are they trying to accomplish? So it's really me finding out what is their customer, their customer's journey like. And together we explore and discover opportunities and gaps, if you will, that are stopping them from reaching their goals. And then I step in and say, here are the solutions that we can provide. And here's some proof, because that's the thing. How do people know they can trust me, especially if they're just meeting me? It means nothing that I've been with the company 40 years. It means zero. How do they know they can trust me? And so basically giving them facts and data, not stuff I made up, but hard facts and data to show we've helped clients in your industry and this is how we did it. That is so our, list, our listeners, sorry, Keeler, our listeners definitely trust you because you're here. We're you're here. We only bring in the best of the best. Well, awesome. And you can just see your genuine nature. You know, similar to me and Tina, we love what we do and we genuinely want to help people. And people can hear that in your inflection, in your voice, and you really just kind of call it energy, your spirit. They can get that from you and everybody can hear that in your voice, Cheryl. Uh, we're going to scoop back to Tom here. What's the most common problem you see, Tom? Well, yeah, most small business owners didn't get into business doing what they love to manage internet 
sites and ratings and reviews and reputation. They went into business, whether it be a roofing contractor, law, dentist, you know, you know, dentist, any of the different types of businesses to practice what they love. Uh, and so, you know, their biggest problems are is how do I go ahead and manage all of these, you know, ratings and reviews, reputation, and everything else. So um, where do I go and how do I manage it? And we bring a solution that helps them do that. Uh, and so, you know, how can I find it and save time? Because they don't want to spend all this time digging through every single place on the internet where people might be saying stuff about them. Yeah, it's time management, business efficiency coach. You need to save time. So Tom, what do you see as the biggest challenges for small to medium-sized companies? Yeah, so it's really the where where do where do I put my resources? You know, do I hire someone to manage all of this, my social media and my ratings and reviews and, and everything? Um, can I afford to hire someone to do that? Uh, if I do it myself, what do I sacrifice from that? So it's a time and the resource type of juggling act. And um, we believe we brought this really um, affordable solution for us to do it with you. So it's a do it with you model where, you know, someone doesn't taking a ton of time to do it. There's one spot where you can see every rating and review that's out there. You can respond to all of them from one spot, uh, you know, which is very time efficient. Instead of going here, logging in, see what they said and respond, going here and logging in, see what they said and respond. Um, you can see everything. So um, we save time and we do it with you. So you still have control over your business. However, you're not spending all that time, you know, or you can have someone in your office dedicated to it. So and we're right here. So to help you with it. And how important is that for a business owner? You guys have data and information for them to have laser focus on where they're putting their dollars. It's very easy to just sprinkle your dollars all over the place and get no results. So make sure that you're actually educated about where you're putting your money when it comes to that sort of thing. Now, if you could share with our listeners, Cheryl, what is the single biggest impact on a success of a business as far as a single activity they could do that will impact their business? I would say it's really important for a business to find their awesomeness. If it's not a word, I just made it up. It's a word. That's a, <laughs> that's like a great word. <laughs> but to find your awesomeness, what sets you apart from the other businesses who do exactly what you do? Because at the end of the day, you guys, we, all of us here on this call, we all provide a service and or a product. But truth be told, in a lot of cases, people don't necessarily buy what we do or what we're peddling, so to speak, they're buying us. So for that business, what makes you special? Why should people choose you? Well, when your end goal is finding someone's awesomeness, I really don't know if it's a word, but it is a great word regardless. I would love for you to share a success story because I'm sure you have a lot of them. Oh my heavens. And it's so hard, but I'm, I, I told myself I had to prepare, right? So two of them off the top of my head, one is a flooring business. It's a family flooring business out of Puyallup. And I came to them, we've been working together for years to the point now, COVID or none, we hug when we see each other. And this particular client, they followed my recommendation. It wasn't like inexpensive, but I knew it would be effective. And long story short, if you know, if you're familiar with the McMinimins building in Tacoma, they won that contract for hardwood flooring top to bottom because of the online efforts that we did for them. And so when every single time I come to their business, they're telling me that I changed their lives. And I said, I can't take credit. 
but they tell me that well, you I can their take life. credit because you're walking through the strategy and you're encouraging them with motivation and inspiration to take the action that they need to take. That's it. That really is somebody that's leading in with their expertise when they can actually get them to take the action that they need to through inspiration and motivation. So you well, take ownership you. for that, Cheryl. Absolutely. I love McMinimins, by the way. I have the passports and everything. Me and Tina have hung out there many times. McMinimins is an amazing place. So good oh, on you, Cheryl. Beautiful. It so is. the next time you go, look at those hardwood floors. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna definitely take a double look at that and say that's all Cheryl right there. That's fantastic. Um, we're gonna skip back to you, Tom. Why do you love what you do? Well, I, I, I love what I do because I work with people like Cheryl. Um, it makes my job pretty easy. Um, you know, um, the business advisors that we have here in, uh, in Seattle, Tacoma, the state of Washington, um, you know, they live in their communities and they, they love what they do. And I love working with them because, um, you know, they make people's dreams, you know, come true within business. And, um, and within that, um, I, get, I get to just be here to help support them. And uh, they do all the magic. So I work with some very great people. And um, when they let me out there to help, you know, with clients, um, then, uh, you know, I get to experience that firsthand as well, which um, happens quite a bit often. So, yeah, it, it's um, we, we really do feel like we help and we change the community by what we do every single day. Well, I second that, Tom, and that's why I have uh, uh, bring Victoria and Benny in in the beginning of the show. Benny external uh, with Hubbard Radio, Victoria internal and in our, our direct team. But yeah, it's the people that that work and support you that really make that ha that magic happen. So, Tom, why Thrive? Yeah, Thrive, it's a large company. It's nationwide. Uh, it has all the resources that um, a huge company would have. It brings it to all those huge resources that we have. We bring it to the small business owners. So everything that you think that the largest companies can afford to do with different departments, we can do for the small business owner with, with technology. But the best part about it is, is that we have the support of a really large company that is made up with a lot of different people and very smart people um, that can help and get on conference calls and do, you know, do different aspects of different parts of the, of the tool. But you have people like Cheryl that live in the community that will sit down with you as a small and medium-sized business owner. And that is part of really the experience and experiencing your business with you. And there's nothing like that, um, that you can have, um, you know, alongside with the support of a large company. So it's very unique. I think we're the only company that has such a large, you know, being able to um, help at a large level, but being so personable and uh, almost part of the family, like Cheryl explained in her success story. So um, that's what makes us different. <laughs> we only have about probably like 15 seconds to be fair, but you know, during COVID Mean Teen actually showcased a lot of small businesses to help them out. And, uh, and it sounds like you guys did some things uh, in response to COVID as well. Can you give us a quick uh, insight of that? Yeah. I was talking, uh, yeah, well thrive. Yeah. It's basically, you know, the messaging, right? I mean, how do you communicate with your clients and tell them whether you're open or whether you're not? Or what is the new rule changes? I mean, we saw so much back and forth about, you know, our, you know, is it 25%, is it 50%? Is it, can I be open? Can I not? And, um, and if you didn't have a way to communicate with your current client base, how are you doing that? Or how do you change your hours of operation across all the different platforms, across all the internet? You have to go to every single one. Our, our technology is able to do that, amass, you know, communication to clients be able to change all your hours of operations everywhere in one real one spot. And so, and basically you don't have to worry about getting on the computer. You pick up the phone and say, Cheryl, I need some help. She walks you through it, helps it. We get someone else on the phone, they get it changed and we're good. A week later, we have a different standard yeah. of COVID. Boom. We can change it again. No problem. We're not charging for that or anything. That's just part of our service that we do. So it's That's just okay. really something that it was, it was really, it, it 
happened pretty, you know, at the same time as what we've been helping with. So it, it worked out pretty well for our clients. Wonderful. Well, Thomas and Cheryl, or Tommy, Cheryl, thank you so much for uh, coming in and joining us on the show. I uh, loved having both of you. And uh, for if you're listening to the show and you want to connect with any of our amazing guests, uh, if you're uh, seeing us on video, you saw everybody just pop right back in. Call the show 1 855 411 Again, that's 1 855 411 or online at themoneyhour.com. We got some beautiful people here on the show today. So please reach out to them uh, as they can take you to the next level in whatever area that you need to in their expertise. This is Tina Mitchell, your host. And Keelan Harvey, your co-host. We are your local mortgage experts. We got to sign off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. We look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.